Welcome to Slice of Life. Because a bite was not enough, you've listened to Brenda's Bites for years, and now Brenda is expanding her show to include lifestyle happenings from around the region. Now here's your host, Brenda Alacy. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to yet another edition of Slice of Life right here on your radio every Saturday from 9 to 9.30, and it's a pleasure to be here. I get to talk to people from all walks of life around Western New York, and uh, if you have any story ideas or segments that you'd like to hear, please feel free to reach out to me. I'm on social media at Brenda Celeste on Twitter or on Facebook, Brenda Alacy, and my last name is one of those tricky ones. It's A-L-E-S. I, I, Alacy. So look for me on Facebook. And certainly feel free if you want to call me here at Entercom, 843 We're here each week at this time. And it's a pleasure for me to welcome back to the show Mark Van Buren. He and his wife, Lori, are the owners of Zares on the Lake. And it's a heck of a garden center in a beautiful part of the county uh, up north. Mark, welcome. Thanks for coming on again. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to have you, as I mentioned, and we've talked over the last several months about a lot of exciting things going on at Zares. And first of all, why don't you give us uh, the location uh, where you're at on Westlake Road? The easiest way to remember us is we're on Lake Road, which is Route 18, the Seaway Trail. They always say we're halfway between Wilson and Alcott. So it's a, it's a great place to come to and spend, spend a half a day or even a day because there's lots of other things to see while you're down here. Absolutely, but make sure you bring a vehicle that can hold these beautiful flowers that they have <laughs> at Zares because uh, I could barely fit a hanging basket in my little car. And Mark, I, I want to talk about what's going on right now. What's hot right now? And I mean that quite literally because all of a sudden we got a heck of a summer where it seemed like summer would never come with all the rain and cool temperatures, and then boom, here it is. We go right into the that's, heat that, and humidity. That's right. That's right. Yes. Well, um, July, do you, July is coming to an end, and we're coming into August. And, and I think what happens with a lot of people, they, they look around their homes and they get a little discouraged because there's things that they still want to do, number one, and they see areas that they still want to put something in. And this is a great time to make additions to your gardens and your landscape. Uh, there's some incredible flowering shrubs this time of year. I think of hibiscus, the perennial hibiscus, which has a huge uh, dinner-sized plate bloom. Uh, there's hydrangeas, which are stunning. We have a whole selection of those from Coop and Winters, uh, one, one for every uh, particular spot that you might have within your uh, garden. We have butterfly bushes. I think we only have, uh, I think, close to 15 uh, different looks in the butterfly bush. Some are small, some are large. Uh, and there's all different colors that we offer in that. And then we have a lot of different, different perennials that are in flower, like yarrow, crocosmia. Uh, Russian sage, all the different echinaceas. I think we have about 20 different types of echinacea. The Rebecca, which is your black-eyed Susan. And then we have a whole selection of, of shade plants, which some people are challenged because they don't have a lot of sun. If they want some interesting shade plants, we're a great place to come for that. And then, I hate to say this awful word, but right around the corner, is fall, and that's when we get into mums in a big way. Yes, no doubt about that. Mark, I, I think you're really well-known for your mums, in addition to the uh, gorgeous hibiscus plants. There's so many different varieties that you can find at Zares, and that's spelled Z-E-H-R apostrophe S, Zares. And it's zaresonthelake.com, where you can see many of these beautiful 
plants. And Mark, I'm glad you brought up about the shade because um, I think there are some challenges when it comes perhaps to gardening and planting. What about folks who are apartment dwellers who don't have a big patch of land to garden? Can you help with pots and, and you know, sort of alternatives to having a, an actual garden in the yard? Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. There's so many different, there's so many different things that you can do along those lines. Um, you can, you can obviously make container plants and you can use annuals in those, or a lot of people are doing perennials in them. And then you just keep that pot from year to year. So yeah, there's, there's lots of things. My father is that one of those people. He, he has different pots that he places around his, uh, apartment because he actually can't plant into the ground. And it's a, a great way to brighten up your apartment or your townhouse and, and really bring a little color into the world. And speaking of color, uh, you mentioned in one of the commercials that, that we run on our sister station, WBEN, both online and or online streaming and on air, of course, about the need for more color around the house. Mark, what do you recommend at this time of year when you talk about color and plants? Are there certain ones that, uh, that play well, say, in the hot summer months? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, your, any of your plants that are what I call late uh, breakers are your best bloomers. And that's, uh, I mentioned them earlier, your hibiscus, your hydrangeas, your butterfly bushes. Uh, the, uh, within, within the uh, perennials, you have things like the black-eyed Susan, your echinacea, your Russian sages. Those are just phenomenal this time of year. And they're also great pollinator plants. So there's so many choices that you're placed. And in our business, we often talk about the competitive edge. Um, Mark, why would somebody want to take the ride up to, uh, to your place on Westlake Road? So, as you mentioned, it's a beautiful scenic view, but there's so many other garden centers in the area. What makes your competitive edge different than anybody else? Well, there's a lot, there's a lot of good people out there. I think the, the basic difference between us and a lot of people is, number one, we grow 100% of everything that you see here. And number two, we grow everything biologically. Um, and number three, I'm the person, I'm the person who selects all the plants. So from start to finish, we've been involved in the uh, cultivating of the plant, the care of the plant, and, and the explanation of how to take care of that plant. So everyone here is familiar with the whole process because they've been involved in the plant from the time that it was put in the ground so it was uh, has uh, come to the end user the customer you know there's a lot to be said about uh, walking into a business and seeing the owner in the flesh and you've been there uh, working hard with the rest of your staff and it's got to be so gratifying when you're there picking those plants right from the get-go and then seeing them bloom and flower and then be able to talk to customers about why that particular plant or uh, that look might work for their home or garden it must be very gratifying for you it is. It is. And just to give you an idea, all our all my perennials, for the most part, 95% of my perennial selection has already been taken care of for next year. And now what I do is I'll take some input from customers as they say, Mark, have you thought about doing this or have you thought about doing that or you haven't grown this in a few years? I take that into consideration as I'm, as I'm growing plants also. I might go back and revisit that order and maybe make some additional uh, uh, additions to to that order in order to meet customers' needs. That's a great, uh, great approach, Mark. And have you noticed that there's a new generation coming up? Have you found that uh, millennials like to get their hands dirty and do some digging and, and get into the dirt a little bit, whether it's in, 
you know, a pot, as we talked about with your dad's situation, or in a patch of land where they can garden and, and uh, de-stress a bit. Have you noticed that new generation enjoying it? Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. I think what they are is, is uh, I think in some ways, more informed because they have done the research on some of the plants. Uh, they don't maybe purchase as many because they don't have the area to put it in like, like grandma had, you know, or their mother and father had. Uh, so they're, they're being very selective in their plants. And I, I think it's a, a great approach. You know, it's interesting that you say that, too, because I know um, many companies are catering to that demographic and certainly the other core demographics as well. But it seems to me that organic products are a big deal. It's a big buzzword, no matter if you're shopping at the local supermarket or, you know, looking to buy a bottle of wine. Organic seems to be the way to go. Can you make an analogy between organic products and your biologics? Because it intrigues me when you talk about your biological growing. Does that make it more pure in that sense? No, I think I think it's healthier for the plant mm-hmm. because they haven't haven't been juiced with chemicals. I see. Uh, it's it's naturally giving what the plant wants or would derive in its natural setting. We're just we're just ensuring that those components are there. So we introduce we introduce good bacteria. We introduce beneficial insects. We introduce uh, um, uh, products that normally would help the plant just to just to uh, uh, grow more vibrantly uh, where it's at. Yeah, you know, and that appeals to people. I think just anytime you can talk about no chemicals, I think you're you know you're in good shape. Well, you know, I I raised four children here. I have my dogs here, which people love. Everybody loves the dogs, and I'm here, and I and I don't want to be around a lot of chemicals. I hope to live to a a ripe old age. (laughs) (laughs) I like the way you think, Mark. Now, with August looming, like you said, it's hard to believe that uh, July is coming to an end shortly. But uh, you talk about how it doesn't have to be green and boring uh, just because the gardens are now, you know, we're looking into the August phase of things. What do you expect to see um, come August and September, Mark? What's it look like on the horizon? Well, you're going to, when you come out here, you're going to see a lot of flowers. You're going to see a lot of flowering, a lot of color. Uh, that's 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 because even some of the plants that bloomed earlier, Brenda, we've we've cut them back and they've rebloomed. So we can even teach customers that not only are there things that are normally in bloom this time of year, mm-hmm. but some of the things that you that you think, gosh, that bloomed back in May. Why is your reblooming? That's because we've trimmed it back and it's reflowered. And so we can we need to show that to customers. So you can have constant color, constant color. That's that's the key. That's what everybody wants. Yes, absolutely. And like you said, too, about the hibiscus having uh, the blooms the size of a dinner plate, for goodness sake. Oh, they're insane. You can't they're go insane. wrong with yeah. that. Yeah. That, no. That's no, I can stop cars at 60 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> that's all part of the Zare's wow factor, too. There's no doubt it's about that. It's yeah, I love it. I love it, Mark. Well, you certainly have a lot of enthusiasm for what you do for a living, and it doesn't sound like uh, it's gotten old and that you still, if you'll pardon the pun, dig it. So uh, I appreciate appreciate your time. I appreciate you being such a great partner with us uh, on WBEN. Thank you you so much, Mark. And before we close, um, again, let's give the address because it is a little bit of a unique uh, situation where you're located in a beautiful area between Wilson and Alcott. And also uh, the best way to reach you, Mark, in terms of hours and phone numbers. Okay, it's it's 5353 Westlake Road in Burt, New York, which is halfway between Wilson and Alcott 
on Route 18, um, which is Lake West Lake Road. That's the, the and then I think most of the, the easiest way is probably go to the website, mm-hmm. which is Zers on the Lake, Z E H R S, on the Lake, dot uh, uh, com, or just Zers on the Lake. We have the we have our Facebook and our our website and and all that stuff, so you can you can find everything out there. Those who contact us, and all that for them. But it's all mobile ready, so you just press the button and. Perfect. Yeah, especially if you're tooling around in that area, you want to check on your phone. It is That's mobile right. ready, and you know, hey, we have popcorn. We have, we have a couple, of, a few nice restaurants down here. We'll yes. It, you know, young kids bring them out. Let them go on the on the carousel. On the carousel. It's a lot of fun. Why not? And uh, when my husband and I came out to see you, gave us a great restaurant recommendation. So I always like to ask the locals where they eat. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, good food down here. Excuse me. And it, yeah, absolutely. It worked out great. So, Mark, thanks as always for being on the show. We look forward to talking with you uh, in the next few months as the uh, the fall progresses. Thanks a million for coming on. Super. Thank you. You bet. We'll be back right after this. Are you a fan of succulent hand-carved beef and turkey? Do you like having fish fries available every day? Then come experience fresh, scratch-made favorites at the historic Glen Park Tavern in the heart of Williamsville. The Glen Park Tavern's hand-carved beef and turkey are available in-house or for parties as well. Enjoy a delicious selection of hearty salads, sides, and soups seven days a week. Visit the Glen Park Tavern on Main near Cayuga in Williamsville. It's not just a meal, it's an experience. Is your garage door ugly? Win a new one. Hamburg Overhead Door's Ugly's Garage Door Contest will have three winners again this year. Enter by Sunday, August 4th at WGR550.com. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Thanks for tuning in to Slice of Life. Now back to your hostess with the mostess, Brenda Alacy. And welcome back to this edition of Slice of Life. And we're going to have a slice of share in just a moment. But I would be remiss if I didn't say thanks to Kevin Carr, who is always so helpful and gracious in setting up the show for us and doing all of the technical things that make the show roll. And I'm uh, pleased to bring back to the show, we've had... Mark Van Buren in the first segment from Zares, and now another guest who is among my favorites, Joel Schreck, who is the owner of Share Kitchen and Bar and the Share Food Truck and the uh, Share Mobile Bar. <laughs> Say that fast three times. Joel, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much, Brenda. Appreciate nice to me. have you here, and life is certainly busy. I think that would be an understatement for you. Not only are you a, a husband and a father, but you've got these thriving businesses happening. Tell us, uh, first of all, how Share came about, geez, uh, can you believe it, Joel, about three and a half years ago on Main Street in Williamsville? Yeah, it's uh, been kind of a whirlwind three years, uh, keeping us busy really every step of the way. And when we're not busy, we're trying to make ourselves busier. <laughs> of course. So. There, it's always there, the goal, no right? End. Exactly. But that's okay. That's exactly what we ask for. And uh, things are going well. Um, we're, I think, be, not even beginning. We're uh, getting a really good following um, on share. And uh, the food truck uh, folks are looking out for now a lot. And newest addition, the, the mobile bar room as well. Let's talk a little about um, what you offer at share. And then we'll get into the truck and the mobile bar, Joe. 
Joel, um, I'm a big fan of the way you, your concept of sharing dishes. And it's a, to me, it's sort of a European way of eating where you might share and have a, a number of dishes on a table and everybody kind of picks and chooses what they like as opposed to having a giant entree. Sure. Um, is that kind of the concept behind it where you want people to mingle and share their food and it sort of lends itself to conversation and that kind of camaraderie? I think you hit it right on the head. It's not just about the food itself. It just centers around the food and really gets the conversation going and gets the, the, the sharing, the togetherness of just having a great time and sharing the, the time with your friends, family, really any, anyone you're with. And what better to come around, you know, to come together over food or a nice glass of wine or a delicious cocktail. Um, Joel's place is called Share. It's at 5590 Main Street in Williamsville. And people can call ahead for seating, right, Joel? Yep. Uh, we don't take reservations. It's a small place. Um, so it's hard for us to hold those tables, but what we do is uh, offer call ahead. So if someone would like to call 15, 20 minutes ahead, let us know they're on their way. We're happy to put their name on our list, and it kind of helps move up the uh, the list and it's, shorten yeah, the wait a little bit. That's a great idea. Now, I'm a big fan of the eggplant that you have, and um, a, a lot of your dishes are just so well done, so well prepared. It's an open kitchen concept, right? So you can see Certainly. your chefs working hard. Yeah. What are some of the more popular dishes that you've uh, noticed over the past three and a half years? Well, our number one dish on the menu is our meatball. We call it the ball. It's a veal pork <laughs> and beef meatball stuffed with mozzarella, uh, has basil, sauteed banana peppers. It's just become our our signature dish for sure. That's um, great. So I'd say that one, our crispy mahi tacos, and another uh, filet flatbread, our chicken cutlets are kind of a go-to for uh, people when they yeah. come in. My favorite, the bison sliders. I mean, can't go Definitely wrong. A favorite. And, and would you say they're not gamey? You hear about the word bison, but you won't even consider them not in the least bit all. gamey, right? Not e- I, honestly, it just tastes like a very refined beef, I would say. Uh, it's very lean. Yes. Uh, pairs well with the uh, blueberry barbecue and goat cheese that oh. we put on a little onion jam. Uh, it's they melt in your mouth. You know what, y'all? Just t- I would take the beef out of it almost, the bison, <laughs> and yeah. just enjoy that jam and yeah. the onion. I mean, I could make a sandwich out of that because you have so many unique accompaniments and different things that just sort of add that special touch to make the sandwich or the dish really fly. I mean, that's what I love about your place. It's not real she-she where you feel like you have to be dressed up, and it's not expensive. It's very reasonably priced, and yet it's a gourmet experience in many ways. Uh, well, and that's kind of how we try to present it. We want it to be a place that you can feel comfortable coming any night of the week on a whim. We don't necessarily expect people to plan to come to share. We want you to feel comfortable coming there. If it's summer and hot and you want to come in shorts, by all means, please do. Yes. And yeah. we have a nice patio for that as well. Oh, absolutely. That's the other thing, too. And I, I think we like to soak up every bit of, you know, El Fresco dining right. while we can, yeah. you know, in these yep. short summer months. And so you've added that, too. You also have some great salads. I love the beet salad, too. Yep. So many, many choices at share and many unique aspects of the food, as I said. You'd, you'd really be missing out something special if you don't visit the place. It's terrific. But in addition to that, Joel, not only are you located in Williamsville, and by the way, if you're putting it in your GPS or your phone, 5590 Main Street, 5590 Main Street. Joel, people can see you at different locations around town with your food truck and your mobile bar. So how does that all work? How does one book that, and what do you offer? Um, Well, uh, if you go to our website, um, sharecaters.com, all of our um, 
catering options are there. Uh, we actually, not too far away from the restaurant, run a catering kitchen uh, on Cayuga Road um, that acts as a prep kitchen for us for the catering, even a little bit for our restaurant. We run the food truck and the, the bar out of there. Um, really how it works is we typically will go to um, places like Food Truck Tuesdays at Larkin. Um, we're usually in the village on Thursdays uh, for Music on Main in the summer. Um, and that's where people can kind of see us and see what, what kind of feel that you get from the food truck. On the other end, we're booking a lot of private parties, um, from graduation parties to um, uh, business um, dinners, things like that. Um, we've pulled up to, to several companies, and um, they've had customer appreciation events. And How nice. Uh, we just serve a full spread out of there. What a great idea. And so how often do people come up to you and say, hey, are you the same guy that runs the restaurant on Main Street in Williamsville? Do they find that their connection... Do you find that that connection is happening now? We're starting to get that connection a lot um, from people who didn't know we had a food truck or didn't know we had a restaurant. Um, so the two are starting to really um, pull together on one another. I love the way people have really seized upon this idea with food trucks and your mobile bar as well, which is unique. But you had mentioned uh, to me off the air that you were at a golf tournament recently all day uh, on the course, right? Yep. Serving the golfers coming through. They must have loved seeing that. It sure beats a burger and, you know, a bag of chips. Right. Well, we were <laughs> we were on, on a hole with um, several uh, selections from our food truck menu, and we also had our mobile bar right there where we were serving beer um, to the golfers on the hole, which was kind of a nice touch. Such a nice change of pace. And house parties, as you mentioned, Joel, is a big thing. And how nice for people who are hosting a party. They can enjoy the party without having to run into the kitchen and clean up and you know worry about if so-and-so has been served. It's got to be such a relief for the person who um, is contracting with you to be able to enjoy the festivities. Well, it's funny because we walked into uh, a party on Saturday, uh, and the gentleman you know, wasn't he wanted to do all the work himself, and he said, you know, oh, here, I'll move this, I'll move that. I said, this is what I want you to do. Sit down. I'm going to make you a drink. <laughs> you enjoy. This is your party. This is why we're here, so you can enjoy when your guests get here. And he immediately took a back seat, enjoyed his party, sent me an email on Sunday. said, I can't believe I woke up Sunday. My house was completely clean and left the way that – that we had it beforehand, and I enjoyed my entire party. I didn't feel any stress at all, and that's what we do that for. Yes, I bet you could see the tension just be, you know, re you could see it relieve itself in this gentleman. I can just imagine. For sure, and, yeah. uh, you know, and we have a good time doing it as well, to, right. knowing that we're taking that off of them, and you see them enjoying their guests yes. instead of having to uh, tend to every detail. Right. That's right. on us. Yeah. That's what you do, and that's what you do right. well, and uh, and that's what you do day in and day out. So it's not a crisis for you, right? No. For a lot of people, it's very daunting to think about having to create a party and what to serve, and do I have enough ingredients and plates and everything from soup to nuts, quite literally. For you sure. take the pressure off. So there's a lot to be said for that. I think there are a lot of people who are understanding it's worth the investment. And I should mention, too, Joel, you'll probably do virtually any type of dish or food, right, within reason? For sure. Um, we have we have some menu options, but we also do have um, the opportunities to, you know, custom make menus um, with our catering chef. We do have a, a, another chef in our catering kitchen who will help create dishes to order. 
Absolutely, yeah. It's great to have that kind of versatility. And uh, you're going to be at some high-profile events. I know the Amherst Symphony is performing on August 6th, doing a concert at Island Park in Williamsville. And so people can expect to see the Share food truck there as well. Yep, we're, uh, we're going to have our food truck there. We're also going to have the mobile bar out uh, serving beer and wine. Uh, so if any of our uh, guests who haven't seen it yet would like to come out, um, you'll have great music, good food, <laughs> lots of uh, um, food and drink options. I guess the only so. thing you can't guarantee is the weather, right? <laughs> uh, I can't, but we're going to be there rain, rain or, or shine. shine, right? <laughs> that much we do know. There's only so much you can do, right? How do you decide what to serve uh, from the food truck? I noticed uh, when I ran into you at Williamsville's old home days, you had about, I think, five or six selections. How do you sort of determine what makes sense? Is it based on the weather? um, No. It's actually based more on being able to put out, number one, the quality of food that we're used to in the restaurant because we don't want to dumb it down for that. Um, But at the same time, we want to be able to put it out quickly because at a food truck, you're not looking to wait even 15 minutes for food. Even five You know, we're trying to put it out in three minutes for the it's, most part. It's immediate gratification almost in our society. And uh, what a difference, though, ordering from the share food truck versus going through a place where you just, you know, go through the drive-thru and take it through a window. Right. The quality, it's no comparison. Back to the restaurant for a moment, Joel, before we run out of time. I could talk to you all day because I love what your concept is and your passion about this. Um Tuesdays are, I would think, a traditionally tough day in the restaurant industry, you know, early week. I talk to a lot of folks in the business, and that's the challenge. How do you drive people in early week? You do a great deal with a wine special, 20 Buck Tuesday, right? Yep. How does that work? So 20 Buck Tuesdays, we've been doing it now for about a year and a half, almost two years. Um, for $20, you can get a bottle of any of our house wines or take 20% off any of our premium wine bottles. Uh, and then we offer two for 20 sw- uh, small plates. Oh, that's great. So you get a bargain with both food and uh, the beverages. For sure. And you're open now Monday through Saturday. You get a day off on Sunday, right? Uh, that's Theoretically. The that's the, exactly. That's the concept. <laughs> yeah. The restaurant is open Monday through Saturday. Yeah. Whether you get a day off is another yeah. story, I'm sure. So, um, Joel, if people wanted to book the food truck or just the mobile bar, they could do that separately? Uh, they can. Yep. Okay. It, it can be one or one both. One or the other or both. Or both, yep. Gotcha. And how do, how do people get in touch with you to do um, so? They can call us at uh, 716-631-2400 is our catering number directly. Uh, you can visit us at sharecaters.com um, or on our main website for the restaurant is sharekbr, kitchen, bar, room. Share KBR, kitchen and bar room. Got it. And uh, last question, when do you take the truck and the bar off the road? Um, November at some point. It's usually towards the end, but maybe at the uh, beginning if it uh, gets cold. Yeah, well, I tell you, we've got several weeks to go, and I wish you continued success. I'll look for you on the road and, of course, at the restaurant. Joel Schreck from Share Kitchen and Bar. Thanks so much for coming in this thanks morning. Thanks for having me. appreciate it. That'll put a wrap on this edition of the show. Until next time, thanks so much for taking a slice with me every Saturday. Thanks for listening. Brenda will be back next Slice of Life on ESPN 1520.